It's Liz Bethany doing my first ever challenge podcast, but I'm really excited about my first guest today. I'm going to have Derek. He's been on, it feels like a million challenges. He's a vet. He can tell us everything behind the scenes and what's been changed and everything. So, Derek, you're on the phone now. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm excited. You do your own podcast and now you're joining mine. Yeah, I didn't even know, I didn't really know what a podcast was until uh, someone approached me about it, and then I started kind of listening to the sports guy, and uh, I heard that he did a, a segment on reality TV and actually called the challenges, like, the fifth sport. He actually said that. Well, it is pretty hardcore. How many have you done? Um, I've done nine challenges, nine? Uh, ten if you want to include uh, road rules. That's a lot. Yeah. What's been your favorite so far? I thoroughly enjoyed the gauntlet, too. I, I went in five times and into into the gauntlet. It was it was fun. It was because it was just like this this adventure. It was it was a journey. Um, it's like you don't know what you're getting into. You don't really know what the game is going to be, and it's just like one on one. And 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 I got lucky because most of the gauntlets were like battles. You know, yeah. they had willpower, physical toughness, and uh, I, I really enjoy being able to do stuff like that. So even when you get sent in time after time, you still look back and say that you had a good time. I mean, if you're winning, you feel good about it, but you never know what the next card's going to be like. You don't know if your strengths are going to come in to help you or if your weaknesses are going to completely crush you. You know, you kind of want to be an ultimate player, but how do you become an ultimate player? Well, you know, do I go home and, and work on Sudoku? Does that make me? Does that make me a complete player? You know, it's you know, and everyone trains a little bit differently for it. But you know, I like to look at it from an athletic point of view and train for it like a competition. I don't go home and work on puzzles. Maybe that's my downfall. But you know, I guess I'll take that risk. So, what does make you keep coming back? I love the competition. I mean, you get to go to all these different countries and you get to experience things that are just out of this world. I mean, for example. We got to do a challenge. It was pretty much like a flying surfboard down a zip line. Yeah. Was that really, really hard? Because some of you made it look really easy, and some of you made it look impossible. So how hard was that? I got two turns at it. I got two stabs at yeah. it. And the first one, me and Johnny were like, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's make it work. And we crushed it. We yeah. Looked like, we looked like we had been doing this for a, a long time, whereas like the entire red team fell. Yeah, a little embarrassing. <laughs> And then I went in with Ty the second time, and he outweighed me by, like, 40, 45 pounds, and he kind of made the board lopsided. So the adventure and the thrill doesn't wear off each challenge. Like, it's still just as exciting to you each time. I'm 27 years old. I find a thrill in, in, in playing competitive flag football. And playing, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. You know, I, I come into the gym every day, and I, I look for a new challenge. So being able to do it, like, under the lights, in front of thousands of people is pretty cool. I've never been big enough, fast enough, strong enough to play a professional sport, but I've had the heart and passion and the drive to do so. It's just it never worked out, so here's here's second best. This is definitely like a professional sporting event <laughs> kind of thing. How have the challenges changed over the years? Have they become more difficult? How have you seen them progress? Well, in the past, we have a challenge every day, an mm-hmm. elimination round every two days. We had 15 challenges. Nowadays, it's like nine challenges the deliberation, and then the elimination round. Maybe it's getting easier then? Yeah, I mean, you can look at it both ways. Like, you're not going in there and beating the crap out of yourself. But then again, they've taken away the silly games, you know, where you're, like, standing on a bounce beam, taking off your shirt, and passing it over to the other other person. There hasn't been as many, like, stupid eating challenges. Take the dumb ones away, put some solid ones in there, and it's pretty fun. 
but I, I still enjoy like going out there every day. Then you're able to gauge your opponents, your teammates a little bit more because you're getting to see a little bit more of them. For example, Derek from Real World Cancun got thrown in right away. No one really wanted to do that. We all felt like there was still some more he could have shown. And who knows, if we get to see him in like two or three challenges, maybe he's sticking around and not getting thrown in. Speaking of like now the challenges aren't silly, <laughs> it seems like Cutthroat is maybe one of the most brutal that we've ever seen. You guys don't really know that going in, obviously. But when you were first picked to be on Team Blue, were you excited? How, like when you looked at all of your teammates, what were you thinking? I was, I was pretty excited because you look at all the top guys and... Right off the bat, you know, right, Brad, Abe, Johnny, and me. Once I got stuck on the same team with Johnny, I was like, all right, cool. We've got the best one-two punch in here. Mm-hmm. Me and Johnny versus, like, Brad and Dunbar and Abram and, I don't know, maybe Vinny or... So, right off the bat, I'm like, all right, we got the best one-two punch. But you also had every single one of the rookies. So, we had four rookies, Katie and Eric, and then me, Johnny, Jen, and Teresa, who's almost like a rookie. I mean, I think she did well in a fresh meet two challenge. I, you know, but again, I didn't see too much from her and it's like, you know, what are we working with here? Derek and Emily from Cancun, they both got the rookie thing where they both got thrown in right away. But then I feel like Ty and Emily kind of came in and everyone thought that they were going to be awesome and they never really had to prove themselves until later. Why is that? Ty and Emily would, like you would see them like working out, training, doing stuff. They're in the backyard throwing footballs around. That's the only way you get to gauge people is, like, when you see them doing stuff and you're in an athletic competition. Pi and Emily were making an effort, and they were out there, and it seemed like a way of life. And we were pushing Ty to the limits every day in that backyard. They don't show it enough. But me and Johnny are out there cleaning our butts off every single day, and so was Ty. That's why we were pulling for Ty so hard. And that's why we thought that Ty was going to be like our secret weapon, which mm. turned out to be an absolute failure. But yeah. how, you know, how you can do people if you don't know what, what people can do. What were your thoughts when he went into the gulag and just laid there? It, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. I mean, this guy, he's 195, 200 pounds, looks like a stallion. You know, he's got washboard abs. <laughs> he's, in the, he's in the backyard with a frost in his ass. And he smokes Brandon right off the bat. I mean, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seconds, he, he gets the first point. And then it appears that it just completely wears Ty out. I mean, Ty had about 30 seconds of work and then dropped that. Oh, my and God. And about 20, 25 minutes. Had to get the paramedics to come and get him to pick him up. And he still wouldn't get up. It was ridiculous. It was, it was the disappointment of the season. I know him and Emily pretty well, and... Seeing that, and I talked to him right after the challenge, and he seemed so confident about how everything went. So when I saw that, I'm like, clearly, you could have done a lot better than this. <laughs> to be honest, like, I don't know if he could have done better, just physically, because the guy doesn't eat. Yeah, well, that's what I heard, that he's starting to have habits like that. I don't know if he's, like, choking his food or just not eating, but I asked him, I go, dude, I go, what did you do before this? Like, I mean, you look good. And he's like, to be honest, uh, for the past month and a half, since I found out I was doing the challenge, all I did was eat once a day. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean... Yeah, that's not going to help any kind of situation. And, and the drinking really doesn't help either. I mean, I can only imagine how many drinks he had in order to get into arguments and fights with every single person on the cast. Yeah. Like, major fights. 
talking about fights too, you seem to like really not make any enemies, but play the game straightforward. How do you not have any enemies, but kind of like be honest and... I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty straightforward with people. It's not like, like, I feel like I'm pretty real with people. You know, I stay close. People say keep your friends close and your enemies closer. I, I don't, I don't know if I, if I feel that way unnecessarily because I'm not, I'm not really trying to screw anyone over. I'll take the fight on if people attack me. And, and early on in my challenge days, you know, people would come after me because I was a new guy and I, I wouldn't back down. <laughs> and, and, you know, they, they understood that they were in for more of a fight than they really thought. I, I just don't think that people come after me. And if they did, it would be a war and I would probably come <laughs> up on top. Just because, I don't know, I've, I've grown up having to be tough. So I don't think I come across like an asshole either. So it's, I welcome the fight. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny to prove people wrong. But I just think that over the years I've gained respect. I just don't think that, you know, we bring it on. But every now and then if I feel someone's being disrespected, I, I, I'll come out and I'll stand up for them. And in the last episode, I, I had enough of Johnny being like, we're still we're still this, this so good and we're well-oiled machine and he was just like listen dude we haven't won anything we're on a losing streak man <laughs> yeah you know enough's enough of that so what hasn't been shown on the show that you wish they had shown is is it really the only things that you guys can do in the house is the challenges drink and fight and then maybe work out a little bit during the day what else do you do what what don't we see that we should well there's some downtime and in the downtime spotting or training you know, and then if you're not going into an elimination round, you're, you're kind of kicking back and, and having a beer or 15 for some people. So um, what they don't show is, you know, we're out there like throwing footballs around, having like pickup games, you know, sending our bus off. And But I, I don't think that there's time to show anything. Yeah, it wouldn't make for a very interesting show if we saw all that all the time. You guys aren't missing much. I mean, sometimes people are just talking about life and it's just not dramatic enough for them to show. Oh, yeah. Definitely agreed. Last question a lot of people have been wondering, if you could put together a dream team, who would be on it? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't want to leave anyone out. And who would not be on it? You can say, like, two people you would definitely not want on your team. I'll start off with the people I definitely wouldn't want on my team. Girl-wise, obviously, be like, Siobhan, <laughs> um, Casey, and Beth. I would never want any of those to be on my team, ever. Okay. You know, you're putting me in a tough spot because you try not to have people hate me, but <laughs> if I leave someone out of my dream team, then I'm going to look like a jerk. How about I'll just tell you, if I can have a dream team, it, it would be composed of a lot of people because there's a lot of tough guys. In no particular order, CT, Abe, Darrell, um, Evan, you know, Kenny's pretty good at the game, Johnny's won a couple, um... You know, Mark Long still does well, even though he's 40. Um, what about girls? Girls, well... I mean, <laughs> well, I'd rather not have any girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a... You're talking to Derek here, not Johnny. <laughs> Girl-wise, I'm probably like Rachel. I think Corey's a tough competitor, even though she hasn't shown up too much on this one. Uh, like Laurel, Evelyn. Uh, I think this uh, the new Emily's going to start making a name for herself, too, as being a tough competitor. Yeah. I know I'm missing some people. Well, hopefully they won't come beat you up over it. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? What I'm doing right now is I'm doing the podcast. Kenny Santucci is my co-host. He brings in a lot of comic relief. Uh, we're just trying to let everyone know, you know, the pieces that are left out. The challenge doesn't stop inside uh, your television screens. 
it continues on with my podcast and your podcast and, and Twitter well, and everything. <laughs> yeah, and Twitter and, and the challenge daily. But we're trying to give people the inside scoop, the reality behind the challenges on uh, talentnetworknews.com. That's talentnetworknews.com or uh, Derek Kaczynski podcast on iTunes. Good deal. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us. I really appreciate it. We'll have to talk soon. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye. Thank you. Bye.